Selena back with Shit Gets Real, and we are on episode nine. Super exciting. So today, <laughs> so today, today is going to be like, yeah, Bert. Um, today is going to kind of be um, random. We're yes. just going to kind of talk what's talk about what's on our mind and maybe our feelings and all that junk. And there we go. We have no scripts. Yeah, nothing. So a lot's going on in the real estate market. Mm-hmm. As you know, there's a lot of talk about COVID and people are mm-hmm. scared and things are getting a little... It's The numbers are kind of crawl, creeping up a little mm-hmm. bit and I think people are worried about another... Even though DeSantis is saying that's not going to happen, I think it's just natural to kind of feel like, okay, it is. is it going to happen? And so what do you do if you're going to list your house and you might be concerned about COVID? Mm-hmm. Well, there's easy ways to handle that. You know in your showing instructions you can instruct have your agent instruct the agents who are showing your home to have everyone wear a mask maybe use hand sanitizer and a really good one is to limit the number of people who are touching all your shit yeah they can i think you had one where well it was just the agent could open up the door so it was one person touching everything which makes it a little bit easier for you know are less stressful with other random people in your house. I were, uh, When it first happened, I had a lot where we'd had to put on booties, gloves, masks. I, mean, I don't think it'll get that serious. Yeah. You know, the whole idea is honestly, if you have a fever and are coughing and stuff, don't go look at houses. Yeah. Just I mean, home. it just wait. It, there, it's, it, yeah. There's really or no need. Or do virtual. I mean, we talked about, yeah. I think, in a... Last, last week, po- last week we mm-hmm. talked about virtual showings. You know, an agent can go in and, and do a virtual showing for a buyer, and it's just like you're there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, every experience you need, it's just like you're there. Yeah, I know. When I'm doing virtual, I open up the closets. I, I mean, I take my time. I go from the floor to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. takes a while. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just as good as like you're being there. That's true. That's true. And you give so COVID is a thing, and it's something we have to deal with in real estate. And hopefully, um, hopefully we all find a way to live with it, because I don't think it's going away. No, I don't think so either. Kind of like the flu; it'll be around mm-hmm. for a long time. Yep, yep. But I am also seeing some shift in the market. We've been oh, talking yeah. like over the last two months about how we call it. We've been calling it a frenzied market. Mm-hmm. And the frenzy is a little, you know, it's calmed down just a little bit. And happened right about the time we normally get slow, right, Selena? Yeah, around school time. Mm -hmm. Like right when school's going to start. I feel like it's usually a couple weeks before, maybe one and a half, one and a half weeks to two weeks before because parents are getting all the school supplies, trying to get back on a regular schedule, doing all the parent things you need to do to Mm -hmm. prep yourself and your child for school Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then school starts and it's a little slow and then I think by the few weeks in we'll start to get busy again I do too and you know it we didn't know what to expect this year because it has been such a crazy year in real Mm -hmm. estate we didn't know if we were just going to slide right through that but sure enough you know about mid-August it did kind of slow down just a bit we still don't believe we're going to see a market crash. I mean, a lot of times people, you know, people have been talking about the market's going to crash. This is a bubble. Everything's going to blow up. I don't really see that happening. I do see some stabilization. And without the frenzy, you're going to see less of the 10, 15, 20, 50,000 over list over. price kind of things. But yeah. I still think, you know, because our inventory is still low, it certainly hasn't grown. Yeah, so it's interesting. I was reading something this morning, and they were saying um, there's a certain area over Valrico, Suffner area, that's a really um, 
a lot of people want to live there. It's kind of over by not really Buckhorn Estates, mm-hmm. but just past there. And a lot of people like that area, and there's absolutely no inventory right there. Yeah. All around it, there's mm-hmm. inventory, but, not right but there. nothing right there. And so it got me thinking. So I went into the MLS, and literally those houses were gone within a day. Just this one small little area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyways, if you're in that area, you want a list, make sure to call us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your phone number? 863 3825 There you go. <laughs> but anyways. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm seeing the same thing where – you know, even with our my own listing, if it's sitting on the market for a little bit, um, eight, 11 days before you're even getting any offer, mm-hmm. you, you know, um, or we're not seeing the over list price mm-hmm. and we're getting people that are asking for closing costs yes. again. It's kind of that weird yeah. shift. And Tony said it really good a couple weeks ago where you never know what house is the last lucky house. That's right. It literally, the brakes just we're, we're mm-hmm. pushed in now we're kind of like okay yeah here we are yeah back back to normal mm-hmm. a little bit yeah and you still have agents who are talking about it being tough out there because mm-hmm. again the inventory is still drastically low but it's been drastically low for years mm-hmm. it's just incredibly drastically low now yeah it's like super califragilistic really, yeah. low. can you say that low. super califragilistic expialidocious sure do you want me to say yeah that? okay super califragilistic <laughs> I can say it when I had a beer or two. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because even though it's low mm-hmm. and you start to see houses still stay on the market, let's say 8 to 11 day mark, which mm-hmm. is kind of what I've been seeing, what does that tell us, Yeah. right? So that shift is happening and people are the buyers just less desperate. Right, you know, it was like a mass exodus uh-huh. all over the country. People coming to Florida. Yeah. That's where most of the buyers were coming from, from out of mm-hmm. state. And that seems to be what mm-hmm. has stopped. Yeah. And then all of the local buyers who couldn't sell and buy because they couldn't write a contingency just, offer. They're like they're like the little rabbits at springtime, uh-huh. kind of peeking out of the hole, making sure there's Waiting. no wolves around. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to yep. they're going to start buying and moving and things like mm-hmm. that. So I don't know what happened to all the people why they stopped coming or you know I I have a lot of friends in Texas who are real estate agents and I haven't really been hearing them talk about the frenzied market either they you know they had oh sorry we didn't silence our phones today I did there's no we is there a mouse in your pocket (laughs) 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 hey let me do that right now (laughs) um so Texas was getting a lot of folks from, like, California. So yep. the Californians were going to Texas and Florida. Mm-hmm. And I think Texas is, you know, kind of the same as, as us as far as they have low inventory yeah. as of yet, but it's not that frenzied market again. And I kind of feel like um, it was frenzied here. Nobody could find a house, so they moved north a little bit. Yeah. Ocala area, you know, up that area. Then it became kind of crazy up there. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking with an agent last week that works up there, and she kind of was like, yeah, it's slowing down a little bit. It was just, it was interesting to me because it was like, couldn't find anything here, so let's let's go up north and yeah. see. We'll, we'll do the commute or whatever the situation may be. Mm-hmm. So, you have a question? No so, so, Courtney's wondering how those houses that sold for way over list price. Here's the thing about value. 
value is what a seller's willing to sell and a buyer's willing to buy. Mm -hmm. So if a house was listed for 420 and it was worth 420, but a buyer came along and paid 450, now the house is worth 450. Mm -hmm. So that house, no matter what it was listed for before, becomes a comparable sale for the other homes in the right. market. So all those purchases that were above asking price did lift the values. Mm -hmm. Will it be sustainable? Well, again, as homes sell, they become the comparable properties. Right. So as that, you know, 15, 20, 50,000 over list price stops, you're gonna see the prices stabilize mm -hmm. some. So is it sustainable? Mm -hmm. Slightly, not 100%. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if I, I, wish, I wish I had a crystal ball, right? We all do, to really tell people, but my fear, the only thing, and I agree with that is when, but when people are paying 80 to a hundred thousand over, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, how, I just, I, I can't wrap my head around how they're going to, for a house as, let's just use our houses, for mm -hmm. example, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so anyways, that's just my, my thoughts. And it's all about what do you do with your money? I mean, if you're yeah. coming from somewhere where, you know, here you can get a pretty amazing house mm -hmm. for half a million dollars. Yeah, I agree. And from what I understand, if you're in New York City or a big city, I mean, you, what you get for that kind of money. So if somebody has that kind of money, I, I, I guess to them it's justified. Yeah, It may point. not be looked at so much as an investment. Lots of folks look at when they purchase a home, you know, as an investment. You know, mm -hmm. I put this much money in, I want to get this much mm -hmm. money out or whatever. But I don't think everybody thinks that way. No. At least people who have, you know, briefcases full of cash. That's probably why I don't think that way. Yeah, we don't have that. I don't even have a small Michael Kors purse filled with cash. And you Does guys... anybody carry cash anymore? That's I, another interesting topic. I actually topic. have the 20, 20 in my pocket right now. It's funny because when, well, when I do finally get cash in my pocket, I hoard it. Me too. I hold it forever. And it's like, why is this 20 here? Because I, I could have bought that coffee with it, but no. But I've been carrying more cash because since Dwayne bought that motorcycle and we'll go on rides a lot of the places we stop they only take cash no kidding yeah so it's kind of like shift because it's like out in the boonies mm -hmm. like your driver like there's a restaurant let's stop <laughs> and it's like nothing else around <laughs> they only take cash interesting yeah. Hmm. Yeah. and they don't have atms inside it's not like yeah. you know yeah. so i started carrying more cash because of that interesting so selena is now a <laughs> motorcycle babe i'm a motorcycle mama <laughs> Yeah, I would have like that your, far. Your, your husband rides well? You're not scared? I'm not scared. Um, it, when he bought the bike, I was like, I really want a backrest. I really wanted the big one with, like, the cup holders. But he's looking at that to add it to our thing. But I just have a regular backrest, which I'm so thankful that we have. Because he even said, he's like, a couple times I had to look back because I didn't even feel you. I didn't know if you fell <laughs> off. I was like, no, I was there. But I enjoy it. We have a great time. He's He's not crazy. He's wonderful. Mm -hmm. The back roads of Florida, finding little little towns mm -hmm. that are just, you would never go to. You'd drive through, and you'd be like, oh, this looks gross. But really, if you are on a bike, you just kind of look around more. I don't know, for me at least. Mm -hmm. We enjoy it. We're having a great time. Do you ever get gnats in your teeth? No, because right. I have a full face oh, okay. helmet. And then it's kind of like the kind that you click up, and it goes, This the face shield can go up. Um, yeah, I... I do, I'm too scared to wear like the little half one because mm -hmm. I like my face. Which reminds me of a story I saw on Facebook about strange town names. Mm -hmm. And so Florida had one called Two Egg. <laughs> That's funny, Two Egg. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I wonder why. I don't know, but it reminds me of a town in Texas. I was driving through Texas, and there's literally a town called... Ready? Three Egg? (laughs) (laughs) Scrambled Egg. Yeah, Scrambled. Omelette. No, it's literally called Noodle Dorm. Really? A town called Noodle Dorm. Is that... It sounds German or something. I don't know. It's funny. That's funny. Mm -hmm. Interesting, huh? Yeah. But that's the thing. You drive through. Literally, you're like, oh, you're in Limestone. Oh, we're out of Limestone. Like, there was a sign in Limestone, entering Limestone, Mm -hmm. leaving Limestone. And it was like a quarter mile. Uh You know? But I like that. Yeah. There was nothing there, but it's just kind of cool to to research the history. That's neat. See where it came from. That's neat. So, anyways. So... So talk, thinking, talking about motorcycles, mm-hmm. we have a benefit coming up, uh, an do. event coming we up. We do, we do, we do, yep. So I wore uh, our VA Network shirt. VA Network Tampa chapter mm-hmm. is hosting a 5K run. Yep. It's the first annual 5K run, and it's being held on September 11th this year, which is the 20th, the 20th. anniversary um, of 9-11. And there's two beneficiaries to the event, and one is the CVMA, which is a a veteran motorcycle group. Yes, the Combat Veteran Motorcycle Association, Mm -hmm. and um, they do a lot for the community, a lot for veterans. Um, A lot of veterans that don't have family, when they pass away, they'll kind of do like a... um, they escort. They ask, They do the escort for mm-hmm. them. They uh, they have a lot of like benevolent funds. I can never say that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if any of their members, you know, need help if somebody has passed away, so they do a lot for the community. But um, they're a great motorcycle group. Yeah. Or association. Um, so yeah, they so are national, right? And they yes. have a, they have a local chapter. Yeah. So there's. I think the main one is up in. Uh, anybody hears me I'm sorry if I'm incorrect I think it's North Florida maybe Jacksonville Tallahassee is like the headquarters mm-hmm. but it's north and then there's chapters all throughout Florida I know down here we have um, there's one in Sarasota there's going to be one in Lakeland or there is one in Lakeland there's one in um, Brandon Riverview area mm-hmm. so there's quite a few interesting mm-hmm. So, Selena, tell everybody where they can go to get tickets for this great event yeah so yeah. you can go to race roster and what you'll do is there's a little search bar and you'll type in the Fallen or Fallen Hero 5K and it'll pop right up. You'll see this little cute VA logo. This and we one. can also, is there a way to add the link to this? No? Okay. No. All right. Never mind. But anyways, race roster, Fallen Hero 5K. Mm-hmm. You can um, register there. If you are a veteran, active duty, first responder, you get uh, 50% off your ticket. And you also get a really cool. We don't have a. We don't have it yet. They've been ordered nine line T shirt that's going to go um, that you get for registering. You can wear it race day or just around town, whatever you want. We're also going to have hot dogs and drinks and just really good um, camaraderie. Yeah. We're gonna have lots of people, a lot of veterans there that you can um, talk with and probably connect and make new friends. Mm-hmm. And it's just a 5K, and it's not a race. Like, Mm -hmm. there's not going to be timed running. So you Mm -hmm. could run it. You can walk it. And there's lots of other opportunities, Mm -hmm. too. I know uh, the Tampa VA Network has put together uh, Fallen Hero Memorial signs. So if you go to raceroster.com, you can also offer remembrance signs. signs. No. Is it too late? Today was the cutoff, I think. Okay. Sorry, folks. But you should take a look at the ones that are going to be there. You know, a lot of folks are being remembered. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we are excited to have that. And, you know, maybe next year 
as yep. the word gets out. Yep. More of you will know about it ahead of time, and you can get a memorial sign, a remembrance sign for your fallen hero. Yep, it's yeah. going to be a great event. Yes. We're looking forward to it. So, so we're excited about our sponsors that we have. Mm -hmm. Our main sponsor is Toyota of Tampa Bay. Yay! We want to thank them very much yep. for believing in our mission and uh, sponsoring our event. Mm -hmm. um, many other sponsors. We have, obviously, our home solutions team. Yes. As a sponsor, uh, the Hedstrom family in remembrance of Marvin and Ola Hedstrom, mm -hmm. they're a sponsor. And then Pads for Paws, who is a pretty much a nonprofit of its own, but you know it. It you know doggies love their veterans too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sponsored, and then you know Home Team Home Inspection Service has sponsored KK Daughter Electric. Zach K Mission Associates, yeah. our um, wonderful CPA. Mm-hmm. And Compass Mortgage. Compass Mortgage. PenFed. Um, yep, PenFed Pen Mortgage. And Fran, Fran, Fran Hosh, she is an um, injury attorney, I believe, mm -hmm. and she's really big into the motorcycle world. Yes. Like, she rides herself, which I find very impressive. Yes. So. Did we leave anybody out? You have Sunset Chiropractic. Sunset, Sunset. Chiropractic. Yeah, we love it. them so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they sponsored as well. I think they're going to be at the event, so you, um, I've believe they're setting up a table we'll double check don't hold me to that but you can go talk with him mm -hmm. maybe he can align you right yeah mm -hmm. yeah creek that's what i need yeah <laughs> and, creek. yeah and you know if a 5k you know I, ha I know i've come across many runners in my life where they're like 5k but next year we'll have a 10k for you i think um but it's it's great it's at fort Desoto. the um Scenery is beautiful. It's mm -hmm. right by the water. The uh, the pavilion that we chose is really nice. So even after the 5K, you can go check out the fort or take the family to the beach. Mm -hmm. um, you could take the ferry to Shell. I believe it's the Shell yeah, Island. Yeah, Shell Island. Island. That thing's awesome mm -hmm. to get some awesome Eggmont Key. It's yeah. the, over there. So mm -hmm. there's lots to do after you'll be done. If you hurry up and run, you should be done by 10 or 10.30. And, you and look, if you, wanna, if you want to run a 10K, go ahead. Just run both ways. Mm -hmm. Run that way. And run this way, and that equals 10. No. What? <laughs> you t what are you talking about? If you run from start to the end. To the end of hours? Uh-huh. No. Oh, wait, it's a round no. trip. <laughs> round trip. You'd have to do it four mm -hmm. times? <laughs> I can't with her. So it's 3.1 <laughs> miles total. Yeah, yeah. so 5K. So what's, a 10K is 8 miles, right? Like 8 something? It's not just plus three. <laughs> Who knew? You can tell I don't run. How much is it? What's the other one after that? Actually, Tony is correct. What? <laughs> so a 10K is just 6.2 miles. So technically, you would just have to do our track twice. See? Oh. And I don't even run. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> so what's a 15K? Where did I get the eight miles? 9.3. But we are looking at Anyways. we had a lot of folks this year asked if we were ha asking if we were having a virtual event. Mm -hmm. We did not set up for that this year, a virtual run. I think we will make sure that happens next year for the second annual Fallen K F Fallen Hero 5K. Yeah. And then we're also considering increasing it, right? Not just having the 5K, but having a 10K also next mm -hmm. year maybe. So we're really, really excited yeah. about it. It's a wonderful way to get, it's kind of like um, 
VA Network's launching event. You know, hopefully it can get a lot of attention and people can learn about what the VA Network is. If you would like to know about the VA Network, our website is tampavanetwork.com. Tampa yeah. I was thinking about something because I was like, <laughs> I don't think we talked about our other, our other nonprofit. No, we didn't. Yeah, so we have the seat. That's why I was mm -hmm. kind of like, did we talk about them? Yeah. Um, the Long Walk Home is our other nonprofit that is going to be there. Mm -hmm. And um, what they specialize in is um, helping veterans transition mm -hmm. from active duty to veteran. Or even if you're a veteran for a long time and you're having a hard time, they help with that transition. Mm -hmm. They're also, um, they also are starting this um, suicide prevention hotline. They mm -hmm. have mentors at the ready for anybody that needs them. There's all sorts of things that they're doing. They're they're looking to buy some land and create like a camp for Ooh, veterans that they can that go to. Nice. So they it's a really really good organization. They they do a lot for the community and um, for our veterans. So anyways, more to come on the camp when it's actually started. But. And we actually were inspired by that group because yep. um, Selena has for many years a home solutions team got involved last year uh -huh. with their Veterans Day bike ride yeah, that's that right. they do um bicycle right with bicycles mm -hmm. yep each year mm -hmm. at the same park we're doing the 5k that's right mm -hmm. so yeah. it, it'll be a good thing and you know we'll even that's on um veterans day typically this year it's the saturday after veterans day so it's a great event if you're a big cyclist um they have um 10 30 50 and 100 miles i think mm-hmm don't quote, Dwayne, don't get mad at me if I said it wrong. <laughs> well, no, I'll know more later. That's cool. <laughs> so. Anyway, so about the VA Network, uh, hope to see you there. Hope to see you hit the website, find out what it's all about. You can be a preferred vetted business mm -hmm. of the VA Network. And the VA Network services and what they offer are free to all veterans. It doesn't cost anything. That's right. You just got to sign up and then you have access to all of the um great companies that we trust that we've vetted mm -hmm. that Chelsea has vetted and that give amazing discounts yes so yes, yes. it's a win-win all right well, uh, wrapping it up mm -hmm. I think we're wrapping it up for episode nine of shit gets real mm -hmm. and um sorry we didn't have a topic today but it was kind of fun just talking about yeah back roads and so uh, that shit ain't gonna work well I do I have one okay that's interesting. It has to do with contracts. Um, I had a listing recently that went under contract, and the agent offered, you know, mm. they said um, the sell the buyer will pay any difference between appraisal and purchase price as long as the house appraises for five forty eight. And I <laughs> I knew it would appraise for five forty eight. The sales price was seven forty. <laughs> Well, the appraisal came in low. <laughs> it came yeah. in at 600 mm -hmm. and I think it, the buyer didn't realize what uh -huh. was in that contract and how it was worded and what he had signed. Yeah. And then everybody was backflapping trying to figure out what to do now that they need $140,000 um, in gap cash. So that's just one thing I want to say. You know, agents with this frenzied market that we were in started writing some crazy stuff into contracts, and pe they need to really step back and understand the position they're putting their clients in. My favorite thing to tell people, clients, friends, family, kids, I don't care who you are, my philosophy in life is if you know how to handle the worst case scenario, then everything else is golden. Yeah, I mean, because, so writing a, writing words like that in a contract, is a sentence in it, like that matters, like that is what you're saying you will do. So, and 
I don't know if that agent read it differently, right? But we, you, the seller read it a certain way. I mean, because you have to literally step back and say, okay, if I was the listing agent, Uh how would I read this? If it did appraise for the 548, Uh what would happen? That's right. Appraisals, you can't know. You cannot know what they're going to come in at. Mm -hmm. So that was an extremely risky thing for that agent to put in there and for that buyer to sign and commit to. It was dangerous. Yeah. I feel like we're going to find a way to work through it, but, yeah, it was... It was bad. So that shit ain't going to work. Don't be, you know what they say. They say put as little as you can in paragraph 20 because anything you write in there means you're trying to be an attorney. And what's one thing realtors are not? Attorneys. But it's it's one of those things where, so as a buyer, before you sign your contract and there's stuff in that paragraph 20, really read it Mm -hmm. and ask your agent. What does this mean? What is the worst case scenario? Exactly. Because... I think had everybody had not been in a hurry mm-hmm. to write an offer. Yeah. Desperate to desperate. get one. Ex- that's, yeah, that's right. Because they to had been in this acceptance. other situation. And I think had they taken the time to really, because they were smart, educated people mm-hmm. that signed this offer. They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should, had they taken the time to read it, I think somebody would have been like, wait, does that mean this? Mm-hmm. So it, it's just, but when that market, you just kind of lose all sense of everything, you know? Urgency kind of urgency kills a lot of stuff sometimes for you. You you make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So that shit ain't gonna work Mm -hmm. for real. So after that, now what? Oh, you're gonna follow us on social media. (laughs) So it's gonna be (laughs) Yeah, all Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, YouTube, YouTube, and TikTok. Oh, and Pinterest. Aren't we on there, oh, too? Oh, I always forget about Pinterest. Yeah. Is Pinterest still a thing? Do you it guys is. still go there? I do. I, well, was, I was, like, searching for fall things. I, I, I did make a wonderful Halloween. dinner I found yesterday on Pinterest. It's called Tuscan Chicken. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. Brooklyn ate so much of it. She was like, you got to make this all the time. Nice. So Tuscan Chicken. In on the Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Home Solutions Team on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. You can follow me, too, but sometimes I might offend people. I'm just telling <laughs> you in my little <laughs> meme section. <laughs> Okay. Bye. Yeah, bye.